Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Okay, so the only thing really, well, for what it's worth, I'm recording right now, but don't worry, this is all going to get edited out, but uh, we're ready to start whenever. So I figure we don't need a pre-roll. Because that was just something that I could use to introduce whoever uh, I was introducing. But since we're going to be partners on this, we don't need that. Which is very good. Well, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we should still kind of introduce ourselves and kind of like come up with an intro thing for for the podcast. Sure. Like kind of a joint thing that we always do in the beginning, right? Like kind of... And like it would be kind of neat if we came up with a name for it and <laughs> kind of like... Like, you know, no, I don't ourselves and then said, like, welcome to, you know, the what you're saying is it would be cool if we had the barest sense of professionalism. And I agree with you. Yes. (laughs) I'm just so the plan, the plan with the previous one was that I was going to record all 10 episodes. And John was actively like coming up with names as we were doing it, because I told him, like, dude, I can't name for shit. So I need you to help me out on this. And he offered he tried he gave me like i think he gave me three names and i even to the point where i said yes let's use that for for one of them i was very excited about it and i forgot about it the next day oh no i already told you that story uh because this was yeah because you just listened to the thing that that we recorded uh which is the impetus for all of this um so yeah we will do that and if you come up with a name I am more than happy to use it. I'm so indecisive and get in my head so easily when it comes to making decisions like that, that I need a supervisor uh, to to take care of it for me. So I delegate to, <laughs> to you. You're my boss. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's just kind of throw some ideas out there right now, you know, because I mean, we might as well since it's our kind of like official first one. Um. What about like um, <laughs> something kind of silly? Because also because like you know I do this on stream where it's like oh, yeah. when people give bits, there it's like cheering in a channel or whatever. So we could do something like tids and tids and bitties or something like that. Like you know, kind of like tidbits or something. I do like that. And a semi unrelated note that that reminded me of is that my auto-correct, you know, the predictive text. Uh, I was typing, I was was texting a friend this morning, and I said title, and literally, like, as soon as I got TIT in there, instead of saying title uh, as, like, the predictive thing, it gave me titties. I was like, what do you think (laughs) I am, phone? (laughs) Sorry. I I didn't mean to digress, but uh, because tids and bitties sounds very much like uh, titties. Right, and that's why I think it's kind of fun, right? Like, Uh it's kind of, like, silly and a fun title, you know, where it's like... Everyone loves Dem Titties. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's a fan. I could go with that. Yeah, Yeah. we'll figure it out. Um, The reason I say we'll figure it out is just because any good idea for a name that you can come up with almost certainly has been come up with before, blah, 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 has been come up with before. So I'm just going to throw it at John and be like, here... This is a name. Does it work? Because honestly, I don't know how to do any of that backroom stuff. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So then, hmm, we'll need to have some. Well, here. Hmm, hmm, now I'm I'm daydreaming about what a good intro can be. Ooh, give me your right? best intro. Give me your best intro for right now. 
my best intro? Just go buck wild. What? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just like how how I start every stream, you know, it's just basically like hey, like hi hi everyone. How you doing? How you living? Like kind of just, you know, and then we should have a podcast. We should sing a theme song. Like a good, oh my God. we'll we'll do. <laughs> we we can sync it up somehow, or we can record it in person and just be say our names and the premise. The premise of which is not quite nothing. We do have a solid premise in that we're just going to be two friends talking to each other, occasionally joined by a third friend, a menage. A, no, wait, no, that's the sex thing. No, I was trying to think of a a talk a toi. Talk mm-hmm. talk talk. T a l k a toi because if we had a menage oh, a toi talk a toi yeah yeah because yeah, <laughs> menage I don't know I heard like something like I was spelling it t a c a like kind of like taco but taka <laughs> oh my god tacos so taka toi <laughs> I could definitely go oh my go, god can we please call the podcast this now <laughs> taka toi is good for me taka toi there you go people just saw it happen real time assuming i don't edit that out uh we'll put that on the list but um, i mean twa would need to be three th- three so. all the time what we'll, we'll have Ta- two versions talk a do talk a do talk a do talk a twa oh my god i kind of love it could work great and this is how the creative process happens yeah collaborative (laughs) this is a true partnership Ah. yes (laughs) i have a john's gonna hate us but that's fine he already hates us (laughs) Uh. so what do you got what do you got going on i mean during the quarantine just in general, what's going? How's life? Let's let's take a a a dip in Lake Classy. Okay, let's not. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> oh, that's can- like so much, so much. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Subtext, uh, context. Mm, yes, but uh, double in- entendre. In- Kind of. Uh, what? Oh, why can't I think of the word? It um, is an irrevocable innuendo. Law. Innuendo. Innuendo. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to say it's an irreversible law of podcasting that the word that you're trying to think of is not the one that's going to come up. And it will never come up. That's why I'm so surprised it came back so quickly to you. Should we use a different voice program? Because this seems to be lagging really bad for you. Oh, is it really? It seems fine with me. It don't matter. We'll figure this. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it happens. Well, it's fine. Trust me. I have listened to enough podcasts that uh, people will listen to the worst audio quality. Uh, But this is going to be this is going to be spectacular and fine. We are in the gold. But you know what? We are our own worst critics. (laughs) That's for for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, no joke. I don't know if you listened to that fourth episode yet where I talk about why there aren't more of the uh, the drafting podcast. But one of the reasons is that I am my own worst critic. And I would occasionally just think to myself, this is garbage and I should never do this. But then, like, I listen to them. It's like, this is actually really good. Like, that's why I'm very sad about the one that I missed uh, uh, that I lost from Shelby, because that one, I remember it going terrible, not because of her, because she's a magical unicorn of greatness, but because I just got... (laughs) 
Like, no joke, I was just stumbling over my words, even worse than I am now, and it was all because I forgot to take my medication that morning. And it's just insane. Um, yeah, but I'm sure, like, if I went back and listened to it, I'd be like, oh, no, this is fine, this is great. And so now I'll just, I'll never know. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. that's something you kind of have to get over in general when you're doing content creation, and it's something all of us content creators have to get over, is, like, hearing yourself talk, Thinking you're an idiot, thinking <laughs> that you're bad, thinking, you know, like anything like that you're not good enough. Like, um, actually a good, uh, content creator friend of mine, Bubble Guts. Um, she <laughs> sorry, I love that name. Silly. I know. Well, it's because she has like a chronic, um, like you know, Crohn's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she, she calls herself Bubble Guts. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, so she uh, was talking about this and, like, talking about how you compare yourself to everyone else when you are best for yourself. Like, you're, mm -hmm. you're you know, you are good enough. You are the one creating content. Like, it's, it's solely you and your personality and everything, and there's no one to compare yourself to in that in that regard and whatever you create is what you create and it's good enough. You know, it's such a simple concept, but it's completely true. It's just, you know, like we get so caught up in comparing ourselves to maybe even studio production podcasts, right? Like, and in that regard, it's like, you're not going to be on that level until maybe eventually you are, but for the most part, like you're create, you're doing the best with what you have and what you're given. And it is, it is the best you in that moment. Oh yeah. That. And then on top of that, something is almost always better than nothing, right? Like exactly. just make the thing. And if it works out great, if it doesn't, then whatever, most people are going to understand. And maybe this just wasn't great. Not that we're going right. to have that problem. We are great together. Um, but <laughs> so we used to play a game. Uh, well, not you, we, uh, we, we, my other friends and I, our <laughs> mutual <laughs> friends, we, we, we turned French all of a sudden. Uh, or if you want to be oh, no, Quebec. I was thinking of people. Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> Get your mind out of the I'm gutter. 12. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was thinking if we wanted to become Quebecois, we would be saying way, way. Um, oh. I don't know why I even, I, it doesn't matter. Uh, but uh, we used to play a game called Warhammer and Warhammer 40k and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, you buy a little army of plastic figures and you have them fight each other. And the thing is, you, you want to paint them. You don't have to, but you want to. The thing is, so many people in the the Warhammer fandom don't bother painting their figures just because they're like, well, it's not going to be like top quality or whatever. It's like, who cares? Just paint them. Like I had, I had Imperial Guard, which are basically like regular old human beings with flashlights instead of, instead of weapons. And I just spray painted them green as an homage to the green army men of my youth. And it looked fine. It looked better than everyone else's like gray resin non-sensory or whatever. Just do the dumb thing. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, whatever, you're going to do more. And then you're better than the person who didn't do anything ever. Yeah, I love that, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is a really good analogy because it's like, just put it out there. The fun part is the process and creating and, you know, it's like, who cares if it doesn't turn out well? Like, did you have fun doing it in the meantime? Yes. Great. Yeah. Perfect. You achieved your goal then. Yeah. You know, like you, you set out to do something for fun, to create something, to put something out in this world. And you did that. 
awesome. And more importantly, keep doing that thing. We entertained one another. Like that's the whole point of all of this. If you guys listening like this, fantastic. I love you. You're great. You have good taste. But ultimately, (laughs) it's like you and I are doing this just to to spend time with each other because we live so far apart, and also because why not? It's fun. Right, and like you know, we've always been. I mean, in recent years, our friendship has gotten closer and closer. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been friends for such a long time now, and we know that we get along well, and we can talk together well, and that we, you know, have a good back and forth. And it's it, that's fun. That yeah, someone yeah, we- like that, and to relate, and for lack of a better term, to go deep with, right? Like to go deep into conversation mm-hmm. and psyche and just everything. So. But then also still be silly and goofy and fun. Oh, yeah. So plus yeah. the blood oath that we swore many moons ago. Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that is. What? A blood oath? No, no, no. I don't. I don't know what our blood oath was. But... You don't remember our blood <laughs> oath when no. we swore before the altar of Shabashton that we were going to just, you know, kick it. I don't know. I, I ran out of gear. <laughs> I ran out of my improv skills. My improv skills aren't great. I've actually been thinking, (laughs) obviously not right now because everything is terrible and you can't go within six feet of people, but I've actually been thinking about spending the 200 bucks and taking an improv class because I've known for a long time, like, ooh, this would be a good opportunity for this style of joke. And then it comes to the idea of what do I say? I'm just like, oh, I have no idea. And so I let it pass. I usually can think of the dirty joke. It's the like quick wit that yeah. I'm not oh like I after the fact I'm like, oh yeah. I come up with all these things. But you know, in the moment, if I get it all flustered, like oh, if yeah. I am frustrated or upset or angry or anything, if I get even remotely flustered, I'm like <laughs> duh, duh, yeah. and it just takes me a while. You it's know? like you, you know it's so, yeah, you know it's there. And it's one of those, uh, there's a German word for it. I don't speak German, so I don't know it. But there is a German word for it. They call it the stairs moment. And it's that moment where you realize what you should have said. Because you're already walking away from the conversation. You're going upstairs to go to bed. And that's when it comes to you. Oh, yes. Oh, I know. All the time. But it's usually like when I'm in the shower. So I do all of my best thinking in the shower. Most people. Um, I, I can concur with you 100%. <laughs> always in the shower where I like ruminate over conversations that I've had and come <laughs> up with all of my responses and everything like what I should have done and like maybe it, like part of me in my head is like should I then go back and kind of <laughs> lead into this conversation again so I can say this thing no because that's psycho but I know you know <laughs> do you ever when you're in in the shower or on the drive somewhere pre-plan a conversation like you know okay I'm gonna go talking to this person so I'm gonna mention this thing and then they're probably gonna say this so let me have some some rejoinders you know that sort of thing do you ever game plan conversations uh if it's a very serious conversation especially if it's a work conversation right like if i'm gonna have a conversation with my boss she's a very um numbers hard facts kind of analytical person uh so whenever i do go to her with something a little bit more emotional you know emotion based or emotional um I have to pre-plan my conversations like every single time if that's the case because I need to keep it 
short and sweet and to the point with her. And because if I go, if I go anywhere else than other than, uh, even though it's feelings and emotions, kind of like the hard facts of feelings and emotions, um, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's not really hard facts. I mean, it's more of an opinion, but, you know, more from like, this is what happened. And this is how I see it as a problem and that and like possibly come to her with a solution as well, you know, depending Uh, on what it is. So it's like I've got to pre-plan my conversation like that. So it's like take the emotion out of it as much as I can present to what happened, why it's an issue, why it's bothering me and then come up with a solution. So that's (laughs) generally how and because I've worked with my boss now for so long. For me, I've gotten really used to pre-planning my conversations like that. Like if I ever, even if I do in social situations, that's kind of generally the format I go with. That's cool. Yeah, I I don't do it so much now because drugs are great, legally prescribed <laughs> drugs. But before that, anytime I was like, all right, I'm going to go to a party and I know who's going to be there. This is what I'm going to talk to this person about. This is what I'm going to talk to that person about. And then if there was ever someone that I didn't expect there, everything was out the window. Just throw everything out in panic. Uh, and so it's just sit in a corner. Yeah, that's that was my old go-to. It was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> well, and I think that's, you know, the nature of dealing with anxiety, right? Especially social anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you needed to have kind of your battle armor going into social situations. <laughs> I had to get right beforehand, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like having a plan and structure is what is going to help you with your anxiety in general and just it's survivability at yeah. that point. And then the yeah. minute something goes wrong, you just pull the ripcord, uh it sends out a balloon and a passing plane will skyhook you out of that that conversation. Just bust you <laughs> right through the window. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what so so we're gonna one of the things we're carrying over from the previous generation of this is the the question that starts whatever conversation. Uh yeah. so you, you got your question. You said it was perfect, so give it to me. Well, I, I thought it, I, I I wouldn't say perfect, but <laughs> I think it's a really interesting. Believe one, in yourself. It, well, no, no, no. I, it's not that I don't believe in myself. <laughs> I just, I, I found it really interesting because it made me think a whole bunch. Okay. Um, and pay attention to this first word of it, right? Is okay. where do you not mind waiting? Where do you not mind waiting? Oh, that is really good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, this is, this is difficult. Yeah. Like, I really had to think about this one. Because like, Okay, I can tell you right off the top of my head where I do very much mind waiting, and that's in traffic. <laughs> like, I don't mind. Oh, yeah. Like, it's weird. I don't mind being stopped, like, at a stoplight. That is fine. It's when right. traffic is so backed up that the light is green, but we're all still sitting here because there's just so many, like, we just have to wait for everyone to go. And that infuriates me. So where do I or- not mind? Hmm? Or if people create traffic on the freeway because they're oh. all looking at like someone who's pulled over on the side of the road or something stupid like that. Oh, that's Ugh, the worst. It's I like rage. Yeah, it's like <laughs> why do you care? They're on the road. That's fine, but like just make sure there's you're not gonna hit anyone. Eyes straight ahead. We can get through this, people. We just keep going forward. All right. So where yeah. do I not mind waiting? 
I yeah. would say the number one place I don't mind waiting is if I'm at, so I go to Comic-Con most years. It may not even happen this year and we didn't get tickets. Uh, oh no, we, we got, we pseudo we got, got tickets. Yeah, yeah, we got the pseudo badge so that hopefully we have priority next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good plan. Uh, and which is good because like I said, it may not even happen this year, but hey, we've still, we're in there. Um, yeah. So I actually don't mind waiting. Like people always talk about Comic-Con, the lines are so long. It's like, I don't mind it. Like we're all in it together. We all know that we're going to get in eventually if we don't panic or whatever. Also, if I'm inside, I don't mind wading through an entire panel of some show that I don't care about at all, because sometimes I find new things, or sometimes I get tricked into finding things like I thought I found Van Helsing. Mm-mm, that show wasn't good. The, the people on it had a lot of chemistry. They were fun, and I didn't mind wading through them at all. That was delightful. I was waiting to go and watch uh, The Expanses panel, and I had to sit through them. I thought, these guys are hella cool. They're great. They have chemistry. I watched the show. It's so freaking bleak and sad, and I'm just like, yeah, this isn't for me. So I don't mind that. I also don't mind once I've ordered my lunch or dinner or whatever, I don't mind waiting for it to get made because the longer it takes, the fresher it is for the most part. Like when I go to KFC, which mm. is, eh, well, hmm, hey, when I go to KFC, which is probably like twice a month at minimum, they will occasionally tell me, hey, it's going to be like... 15 to 20 minutes do you want us to give you these other pieces of chicken instead i'm like nah man give me give i will wait happily because that means it's coming straight out of the fryer right give me the good good don't give me the stuff that's been under the heat lamp for precisely so that i don't mind waiting for but i think that about i also don't mind if i know there's an end in sight like when i go to the dmv what i do is i just bring which oh shit i need to go to dmv that was my plan. I yeah, I gotta, I gotta get the the real ID, the the new ID yeah. thing they're doing. Ah, well, ooh, yeah. I better get that soon. Anyway, thank you for the <laughs> yeah, reminder. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. Put it in, put it in a, a register note. Send it to myself, and then that way, when someone sues me, I can say, "Aha! I had this idea first. Poor man's copyright. <laughs> I don't know why anyone sue me over going to the DMV, but whatever. Hey, you never know. We live. <laughs> You never a, You never know. know. Hey, be prepared for anything. This is Boy Scouts 101. We live in a litigious society. Um, yeah, in I don't a mind. very litigious state, mind Oh, you. yeah, very much so. But I don't mind waiting for that. Like, I go in, I get my number. It says G157 because it's almost always for registration, which I know I can do online. Uh, but yeah, I would sit there for like two, three hours just reading a book or now the last time I went, I listened to a podcast and all that kind of stuff and it was fine. I, I had no problems. So yeah, I don't mind waiting there. How about you? Uh, I think for me, I, I'm also the same way about waiting in a restaurant as long as I'm not super, super hungry and I'm with good, good company, right? Mm. Like if there's really good conversation going and... I'm really enjoying myself. I don't even care when the food comes out. Like, even if, you know, whoever I'm with is like, wow, we ordered a long time ago. Like, I won't, it won't even register for me because I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm present. I'm with that person. Right. So it's fun for me to, because that's what going out to eat is for, right. Is like the experience. It's not really, you know, necessarily about the food while it is. Yeah. You know, it's more about the experience overall. The food is a part of that. But, you know, mostly the company and conversation is the biggest part or anywhere that I can watch the process happen. Right. Like Benihana 
um, in and out where they're like making the French fries or something like that, where you actually get to oh, see yeah. the process. It's hypnotic. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. that's fun. So I don't mind waiting. And then anywhere I can like people watch, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I, if I don't particularly have to be anywhere and I am just waiting, it doesn't matter where I am necessarily, but if I can people watch and it's really interesting to people watch in that scenario, uh, I don't mind waiting wherever that's, it is. That's really good. When you when you people watch, what do you do? Are you trying to like build a backstory for each person? Do you ever uh, try one of those or do you just kind of like watch them and go like, what's their deal? Why are they wearing that hat? So... <laughs> I don't necessarily <laughs> so this is a little bit into my psyche and why I enjoy games so much. Um I create little games for myself <laughs> in this world too. Um so when I people watch, I actually create little games. So like let's say there was one time I was um people watching with disembodied hand. Um I don't know oh. if you know it from my stream, but disembodied hand is my roommate. Oh yes. You know. Um, so I was waiting somewhere with disembodied hand and it happened to be Halloween. Um, and so <laughs> I, uh, played a game with him is costume or not, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I'll play I get like, you. games like that. So like costume or not, you know, on the road, if I'm waiting in traffic or something or someone's driving, like this one's kind of bad, but I'll play like drunk or not. You know, like that makes sense kinda, too. Yeah, like yeah. so, I'll make up little games when I'm people watching. In a sense, do so, costume yeah. or not is one of my favorite things to do at Comic Con because there's so many. Yes, there's <laughs> so many different fandoms that I'm not aware of, especially when it comes to anime. Like I know mid ninety or late nineties anime, that sort of thing. But beyond that, I'm just like, this is all just. It could be anything. So I don't know oftentimes if somebody is in a costume or if they are just dressed up that way normally and it just looks kind of like a costume. And frankly, when you're at Comic-Con, you don't know. Like, okay, if you see a stormtrooper, you know that's a stormtrooper. But if you see someone who's just wearing like cargo pants, like like uh, uh, camouflage cargo pants and like a t-shirt, you don't know if they're just a person who likes to dress that way or if they are an extra from Stargate Atlantis or something. I don't know. And it's right. a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I I like playing that one. Or I'll yeah, I just come up with silly little things like that. Or if I, I have made up backstories for people too. Like if someone is acting particularly out there, you know, <laughs> I'll I'll make up a backstory about their life or like what's actually going on in this situation and that kind of thing. So that's yeah. a real good one. I, yeah. No, I, I I like doing stuff because, I mean, that's a form of a game, too, uh-huh. a little bit. You know, it's like you're creating this kind of theater of the mind kind of deal, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. An- another game that I'll play from time to time is cat person or dog person, where I try and figure out, obviously, <laughs> which kind of pet they have. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it is real. And then... Or- Mm-hmm. Or if they're like a Sonana person, right? Like if they're a reptile lover, like Ugh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's you can all, a very particular person too. <laughs> you can generally tell who has like an iguana somewhere in there, or like oh, I've got a, I've got a ferret. Like all right, we get it. We got you're, you're quirky. We understand. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's like most people. It's like or they, a big they cat person now <laughs> after watching Tiger King. Oh my god, that show was that's insane. That's a particular type of person. <laughs> I'm real glad. 
glad I mainlined that show uh, because when I was watching it, I was just like, how deep does this well go? I watched it in two days <laughs> and I was like, because every episode there'd just be like, by the way, here's an entirely new crazy person for you to meet. If I had right? watched it slowly, like I normally do, I don't know if folks know, but I don't really binge anymore. I watch maybe one or two episodes of a thing at a, at a time. And mm. then, uh, but when I, when I watch that way, I stop and think about the show. And if I had stopped and pondered like, wait, what just happened? I feel like I would have jumped out of that thing. I would have sky hooked my way out in like the third yeah. episode or something. I'm like, it's, it's fine. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, it's a little nuts. I mean, honestly, that those kind of people actually exist in this world. I mean, you always kind of know yeah. there are those fringe people, but you don't know how big the community actually is of those people. Like, yeah, I didn't realize yeah. also just how many cats they had. And I'm going to get on my high yeah. horse here for just a moment and Please stare do. down. Yeah, well, because... all right. So the the reaction to that show online at first was, oh, my God, everyone, look at this. It's insane and, and weird. And I was like, yes, this is insane and weird. And I'm enjoying the show because I want to see the insane weirdness. And then right. it turned into TV. Exactly. But then it turned into, can you believe people are watching this, how exploitative it is and how it endorses all this stuff? And then and generally speaking, not all the time, but generally speaking, if I, I find out that when somebody really criticizes the show, they never actually watched it. They just said, thought to themselves, well, this en endorses animal cruelty. And it's like, it comes down. There is no way you can watch this and think, Joe Exotic, that guy is completely on the level. Uh, Carol right. Baskin, she probably didn't murder her husband. No, there's no way you can watch this and not think this is a normal, or I'm sorry, and, and there's no way you can watch this and think this is a normal thing and these are healthy people and I should endorse all of this stuff by discovering it. I honestly didn't even know that private zoos existed in America. I knew, I thought every zoo was San Diego, Oakland, San Francisco kind of zoo. I didn't realize that there are parts of this country where someone's just like, yeah, I got a bunch of land and I just let these animals roam on it. And you can pet them if you want. Like, mm, no, shut that down. Please shut that down. Well, and I think that's a part of where we live a little bit, too, because there aren't, aside from, you know, the mid middle of the state, there's not much expansive land yeah. in California anymore. You know, so we don't we don't grow up around that. Yeah. Um, but there are some some privately run uh, farms and a little bit of um, privately run zoos in California still. They're let's small. Let's find there a are some. Let's yeah. find a privately run petting zoo and we're going to go there someday when all of this is over. Well, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Happy Hollow. Um isn't think, that private? Or I think it's did owned, it get sold to public? I don't know. I feel like it was it's owned by uh by the city, but I'm not really sure. Also, yeah. I went there one time when I was real little and I wasn't impressed with their animals, but I should go back. Well, yeah, I don't I just, know. Does it I, even still exist? Oh yeah, it still exists. So does the history does park it? right next door? So you can go and you can see the Portuguese American uh experience. You can go see the, what else is there at the history park? There's the big old tower of light. There's, um, they had a tank there one time. I saw a tank from World War II. History park in San Jose. Catch the fever. 
Yeah, no, you were right. Happy Hollow. So the magic of the internet. Sorry, while you were talking, I was also looking up uh, Happy Hollow is run by San Jose Parks and Recreation. All right. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go pet whatever animals they have and will let me pet. And then because I'm a rascal, pet one or two that they won't let me pet. I can't be contained. (laughs) Well, and I know there's a farm um, hidden villa. Well, somewhere up by you, I know there is a uh, a brewery that also has goats. That is a goat petting zoo. Yeah, I think it actually might be near my brother uh, instead. Maybe it's closer to him. But yeah, there's uh, uh, some of our mutual friends, because we have many people who are beer lovers, have been there multiple times, and they love them some goats. You didn't know that? Yeah, I'll have to go check it out. Yeah, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that as soon as it's safe to come out again. So we're looking maybe (laughs) June 2023. (laughs) If even then. If even then. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our draft because we're running. We're running up against it. It'll it'll don't worry. It's all going to work out. You guys, it's all going to work out. This is great. We're all we're having a good time. Things are going to be great. Uh, uh. But just to keep it moving along, we'll move on to our draft, which this week, which, by the way, we should figure out how often we're going to do this. I'm assuming bi-weekly. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. OK, we're going to be I your like bi-weekly. Yeah. Your fortnightly companion. Uh, yeah. Oh, fortnightly. Yeah. You can't really For- use that term anymore yeah. without that little bit of the stigma. The stigma. But then also the thing is, whenever I hear nightly companion, I think, oh, this is a sex thing. Oh, uh, hmm, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, your, your twice a week friend. Well, that also sounds kind of <laughs> gross. Also, yeah. <laughs> uh, once it's out there, man. Uh, but anyway. Uh, so this fortnight uh, with a G-H-T, not with an N-I-T-E. Uh, uh, we are drafting sandwich fixins. Now, we came up with yeah. one... One minor rule, which is that we're not going to draft bread. Instead, what we're going to do once we have all five of our things, we're going to each pick a bread. It will be a different bread, probably. But uh, yeah, that's good because we're both we're both sandwich people. We know what we like. So you're going to quite. Mm-hmm. I'm not just sandwich people. I'm a sandwich snob. Let's mm-hmm. be real. Like I am particular about what kind of meat goes on my sandwich. Like what brands. Uh, all the sandwich fixins. I'm very very particular about my sandwich oh yeah you you uh you make that those togos bucks you aren't you're not gonna slum it at subway uh i will not even eat at togos i will not i'm pretty good with togos Uh, i know there are better sandwiches but um my my bar when it comes to food is generally pretty low i like what i like and uh i like paying the amount that i like so yeah, yeah, that's, no, that's the thing. Totally fair, but yeah. I will, I will not. Yeah, no. All right, where I do you so particular <laughs> before before you make your first pick? My, I well, shoot, never mind, because it will it will play into my my picks. So I'll ask you my question as it comes up germanely. So in that case, okay. make your first pick. My first pick, avocado. Oh, mm. I mean, yeah. great pick, great pick. I'm a weirdo. I understand. Go on, say your your piece about avocado. So avocado, I can honestly do either just an avocado, you know, sandwich basically as like the main 
part of my sandwich or, you know, my mom used to make me avocado toast as a kid. So when that became hipster or like trendy, all of a sudden I was like, dude, I've been doing this shit for years. Like, but I seriously, that is a sandwich to me, like just straight up avocado, a little bit of salt and pepper, maybe some tomatoes, maybe some melted cheese, you know, something like that. But like, Avocado can be base or it can add to the sandwich. So for me, that's my number one round draft pick, avocado. That is a great pick. You cannot register the disgust on my face because this is an <laughs> audio medium. And I realize I'm the weirdo for not liking avocado, all right? I live in California. I should love it. It's on everything here. It's like our state, one of our state crops. I just cannot fuck with avocado. I'm sorry. <laughs> everything about is it, the it to texture? me. It's the texture. The couple of times I've had it, like in a in a salsa or whatever, it's kind of the flavor. It's all that stuff. I just, I. It's the color. It's everything about it that just. It's ugh, ugh. Now the reason I say it's a great pick is because if you were going up against a hundred normal people, that would be the num- consensus number one overall draft pick. Because, however, you got to keep in mind, don't play the. Play the game. Play the man. You should have known you could save that for pick number five. It would have tabled all the way in. What a steal. Avocado would have been in the fifth round. Because I, I as my first pick, and this is what I was getting at a little bit earlier, I'm going to take peanut butter. Because, oh. to, yeah, because to me. I didn't the, even think about peanut butter. Right? Because the number one sandwich, in my personal opinion, now don't get me wrong, I love uh, a good you know, complicated sandwich, but my favorite sandwich ever is just standard peanut butter and jelly. Like, I could no. eat those all day. I'm with you on that, mm-hmm. honestly. I am, like, flabbergasted with myself that I did not think of peanut butter. Well, what like, you should... Pe- peanut butter is amazing. It and is. It's not just on a sandwich. Like, I mean, as a sandwich fixing, it's great. Like, I love me some peanut butter and jelly, too. I am totally with you on that. But even just straight spooning peanut butter mm-hmm. out of the jar, I am a fan. Like, oh, no just, doubt. Yeah, peanut butter is amazing. I, Shit. uh... I, I, he totally I, got me on that one. Hell yeah, sniped. Uh, but what I was going to say is I have, in the doldrums of one of my uh, infrequent depressions after a breakup uh i was just sitting watching the tutors and i had a um uh, a jar of peanut butter and i had a spoon i was like i don't want to get up so i just ate a little bite of this of of peanut butter out of the off the spoon and thought well i'll go wash the uh the the spoon off once i'm done with this episode or whatever and i watched another one and another one and uh, a fourth one. And by the end of it, I realized I'd eaten an entire jar of peanut butter. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you we'll, uh, uh, we'll move it along. But first, I got to ask your peanut butter of choice. Chunky, smooth. What what kind of what do you uh, mess with? For creamy? sure. OK. Creamy. I, I like I, I like crunchy. Yeah. I'm actually not one of those people that doesn't like one or the other. But I much yeah. prefer creamy. See, I I feel I think it's a more versatile peanut butter. Yeah, and actually, I I feel as if we are yin and yang on this one because as much as you are, uh, you love creamy and are okay with crunchy, I am 
in love with crunchy. I would marry crunchy if I could. And I'm okay <laughs> with creamy. I'll, I'll, I'll mess with the smooth peanut butter. I have no problem with that. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I, I can give you just so long as it's room temperature because, man, there's nothing worse than making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and using uh, cold peanut butter and just tearing that bread to pieces. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. When is it ever cold, though? You put your peanut butter in the fridge? Uh, yeah, we were raised that way. And now as an adult, I realize we were raised wrong. I love my mother. She's a saint, but she raised us wrong in that regard. Okay. Uh, yours. That's just set. weird. Yeah. So, like, no offense, but I can't even imagine. Like, I've never refrigerated my peanut butter. <laughs> oh, I know you shouldn't. Uh, well, I know that now, but also, um, hmm. I feel like if I were to get organic, I would have to put it in the refrigerator because the minute that oil gets on top, I'm just like, I know it's normal and healthy, but I look at that and just go, no, this is bad peanut butter. I need to get rid of it now. Uh, and having it in the refrigerator would prevent that from happening. But yeah. Okay. Your okay. number two. My number two, I debated on this one because um, there's a certain type of meat that I really, really love. Um, that dick. I think the <laughs> <laughs> kind of the salami. <laughs> oh, damn, um, that's a good pick. But, but, oh. but, I actually went with turkey instead. Interesting. Oh, but that I went with turkey because I think it's more versatile. Um, that's generally my go-to. Um, I actually my go-to sandwich um has both turkey and salami on it. Mm. Um, but. Yeah, like I really went back and forth on that one. Um, and I think I'm going to stick with turkey just because it is more versatile. Uh, you can put it with all my favorite fixings and it takes on the fixings flavor a little bit too mm -hmm, while mm -hmm. still adding to the sandwich. Yeah. Um, whereas salami um, can be a little overpowering. At For times, sure. Right. Like you can't really have it with all my favorite fixings all the time. Um, just on its own. No, so. that's a that's a real solid pick, especially because it it synergizes and dovetails real well with your avocado pick earlier. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I kind of just made my perfect sandwich with yeah. Picks, well, so. you know, I, I was I was debating that. I was thinking I should make my perfect sandwich, but then as I said, my perfect sandwich is as much as I love other types of sandwich. I love peanut butter and jelly, and the thing is that has two ingredients, three max. And so I'm like, well, what do I do with the other two? Because I'm not going to add salami to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So what I'm doing is just picking my general favorites. That's my right. my draft strategy. Uh, so I'm just going to be picking the best player uh, from the who's available. Whereas it looks like you're building the best team available. Good idea. Yeah, you're draft well, I'm drafting. I, mean, I played team sports my whole yeah. life. There I go. <laughs> you're you're drafting for the future. I'm drafting for the right now. I need a center <laughs> right now. Uh, that's a good one. And also Turkey is, is I, l Thanksgiving is one of those holidays I'm kind of ambivalent on. Uh, I like Turkey, but I more like the skin. And so honestly, with, when it comes to Turkey, I'll eat it on a sandwich very happily. I will enjoy it on a sandwich. And that's about the only place where I get stoked to have Turkey. Like other yeah. than that. Yeah. I just, I don't know. No, I'm with you on that. Like, yeah. I mean, I love Thanksgiving, but Turkey, even though it's supposedly the main, you know, uh, like the main celebrity on the dinner yeah. table. Um, it's not for me. Oh, yeah. uh, it's all about the mashed potatoes and rolls. 
But yeah, can... like the turkey sandwiches after the holiday, yeah. though, with a little bit of cranberry sauce, some mayo, oh, yeah. and some sliced sourdough or white bread or something. Oh, this is going to be a uh, very what's the word I'm looking for? A very niche reference that I'm about to make here that you and I will love and everyone else probably is going to think, what the f- what? But Turkey is Jeff Winger from Community in that he's fine. He's very good. And at the beginning, he's what you're watching it for. He's, you know, you go to Thanksgiving for the turkey. But then as it goes along, you learn to appreciate those sides so much more. And you realize that as good as Jeff is, every character except for Pierce, because he fucking sucks. Every character other than uh, uh, Jeff is better than Jeff. Yeah. Troy and Abed are my. Uh, oh, yeah. Are my potatoes and rolls. <laughs> my mashed potatoes and rolls. Yeah, yeah, they're they're perfect together. Okay, uh, so that w- in the in morning. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just use that as our intro? <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Classy on your podcast. Uh, oh my god. Okay, my number two. I feel like I'm a little bit pigeonholed here because I got to make sure you don't hate draft for me. I have to take jelly because if I have just peanut butter. I'm really exposing myself here. So I've got to do, uh, wait, I'm really vulnerable here because just peanut butter by itself is, well, no, we've established it's pretty good. But in terms of the, the sandwich fixings, which is what we're drafting for, I've got to take jelly. My, yeah, for my money. Sure. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to take all jellies. So for my money, I'm going to take actually strawberry jelly. I love strawberry jelly and and peanut butter. And I know that's a little bit weird. Like I grew up eating uh, 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 grape jelly and all that, but once I've I expanded outwards, raspberry jelly, hella good. Strawberry jelly, hella good. Peach preserves, whatever. I mean, it's fine by itself. It's not really good with peanut butter, but in the world of jellies, I got to go with strawberry. So when you're saying strawberry jelly do you actually mean strawberry jam oh yeah 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 jelly jam you're right yes yeah there's a distinct difference there um, there is yeah, and see, i've never I'm been more sure of a what blackberry jam mm-hmm. or grape jelly person like i'm a straight up like original og peanut butter and grape jelly fan i love grape jelly with peanut butter um and then blackberry jam is a yeah. close second. Yeah. Even, even like with little seeds in it, uh, man, that blackberry jam or strawberry jam or whatever with the seeds in it, it just gives it that nice little bit of texture that I love. Yeah, well, my, um, I actually, where I grew up, we had a ton of blackberry bushes. So every, oh. every season that they were in season, I don't even remember because I was so young, but... Um, <laughs> I'm assuming spring. <laughs> Probably. In Stardew um, Valley, it's uh, it's summer, but I don't know if that's real life or not. Stardew Valley is not 100% to reality. <laughs> well, if we're going based off of that, you know what? It might actually be summer. You might be right. So <laughs> let's just say it's summer. Um, but yeah, so we would harvest them as a family, and then my mom would make fresh um, blackberry jam Ooh. all the time. So yeah, blackberry jam is way up there for me. Nice. Okay. Well, you are up next with number three. So going with, so I so debated because I was like, you know, I need to have that perfect team. Right. And mm-hmm. 
The next one, which not a lot of people can get down on, but I I had to choose mayo. Just because if you don't have that kind of, you know, sauce or whatever with it, like, it it just can be a little dry. No. It doesn't really work very well. You sniped Um, me. Yeah. You you just won. I did it. 180 no scope jumping op sniped me no sights i swear to god i love mayonnaise so much not i'm not gonna like eat it the way that i ate that peanut butter uh when i was depressed (laughs) that's gross but mayonnaise on a sandwich no i am hand in hand with you on this one we will jump over that cliff like thelma and louise if you don't like mayonnaise (laughs) that's fine I'm not like I'm never gonna food shame anyone, and I know that especially I know that mayonnaise is definitely a white people thing. But man, I love mayonnaise on a sandwich. Yeah, on a sandwich for sure, and like it's one of the rare places where you could smother it in mayo, and I honestly wouldn't have mm-hmm. a problem. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere else, mayo is too much for me. Like I just you know I would dab things in it. Yeah. Like, like barely like, uh, have any mayo on it, but on a sandwich, the more mayo, the better. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm kind of one of those like heavy mayo people. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't fuck with um, potato salad or coleslaw, and I love mayonnaise. But in both of those, it's just oh, that's gross. But yeah, I I love potato salad, mm-hmm. but if it's too mayo-y, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Like it's too much. Yeah, it's possible I've never had good potato salad. Um, my mom is a good cook, but I know for a fact there are certain dishes that she didn't make very great. And like, I don't want to shame her or anything. She did the best she could. Uh, but uh, there are certain dishes that I didn't like that she made. And I thought, I just, I don't like this. And then when I had it as an adult and I had like a very good version of it, I was like, this is great. I love this. Um, and so maybe it's possible that that uh, uh, potato salad is one of them. But in the meantime, no, I'm with you on that. I'll even put in this... Some people consider hot dogs a sandwich. If you do, that's great. I don't care. I'm done fighting it. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. But I will put uh, mayonnaise on a hot dog very happily. Interesting. I've yeah. never put mayo on a hot dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, put a little bit. Like, a little bit goes a long way on it. Um, I put ketchup on mine also, which is another bag of worms. When again, if you don't like ketchup on hot dogs... I know that you are morally correct. I don't care. I still do it because I love it. You can put whatever you want on your food. You can put motor oil on your food and if it makes you happy friggin just do it like i could draft as my number three motor oil and i mean whatever don't judge me uh sorry food food opinions i'm just like come on guys it's whatever but yeah a little uh yeah yeah. uh i put um like one packet of you know that squeeze out packet of ketchup and about half of a squeeze out packet of mayonnaise and i just i will that is yummy 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 in my tummy every time <laughs> nice. Okay, so where are we? It. We're on number three. Okay, so I actually yeah. I was gonna take mayonnaise. I don't know if I would take a number three or not, uh, because there's another thing I've got to take because you've already expressed interest in it. Uh, I've got to take uh, salami because you took mayonnaise, and salami is such a good meat. And I'm all about yeah. that dick. No, not really, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm also twelve, so I'm of course I'm gonna say that uh, because. Why not? Right. But no, I love a good salami. Like, 
My other thing that I love on a, on a sandwich, I'm not going to take this time, but it's pepperoni. The thing is, though, from it depends where you go. Sometimes pepperoni on a sandwich can be a little too spicy and overpowering. Like like you were saying, yeah. salami it can sometimes overpower it and just congratulations. You're now eating a salami sandwich. But yeah. pepperoni can do that 10 times more easily, oh. you know? It's, yeah, it's just, yeah. you're just like, well, I just bit into a whole bunch of pepperoni, which is good because I like pepperoni. But yeah, I'm going to take the salami because it's a milder thing. And then also, uh, I don't know if you ever just eaten a nice, like, salami stick by itself. Like, that's just good. Like, to go back no, to Comic Con. I, I mean, I'll eat salami slices. Yeah. You know, yeah. with just maybe a little bit of cheese or not even. Like, I'll just <laughs> oh, eat yeah, no. salami. Yeah. Uh, I will do that when I'm feeling civilized, but there are times like when we go again, when we go to Comic-Con, I will just buy a salami from like Trader Joe's or Safeway or whatever, and then just gnaw on that throughout the course of the day. Oh, so glassy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a savage. Uh, (laughs) I can just imagine you gnawing on your meat stick. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. God. I have to get a, a, a rib removed to do that, but, you know, it was worth it. <laughs> Look, no one else is gnawing on it right now, so <laughs> someone has to do it. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Well, on that on that weird note, how about number four for you? So, oh, God. I, I wrote down, like, nine, just so you know. Oh, no. I am, yeah, like... um. You got to. And it's like it's like Sophie's choice at a point because you got to pick one knowing that you're going to have to leave the other ones behind, which is what I assume that movie is about. Someone trying to make a, a very good sandwich. Yes, that's definitely what it's about. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think my next pick is tomatoes. Mm. So I, yeah. per- personally, if I'm making that perfect sandwich, because tomatoes add that little bit of sweetness Mm -hmm. um if they're too gushy though uh then i have a problem with it but if they're like semi crisp really sweet just ripe tomatoes oh my god i love them i will you know because they just i love savory and sweet together Mm -hmm. um so for me the tomatoes add that little bit of sweet for me and oh it's just perfection they're so good no i I agree with you on that have you ever uh put salt on a a potato it's not a potato (laughs) on a tomato (laughs) have you ever but you ever put salt on your tomatoes um i have uh in the past i I put i put salt on most of my sweet kind of veggies like i put salt on i'll spoon uh your favorite avocado with just a little <laughs> oh. bit of salt and I'll, I'll spoon it out of the husk that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I will salt my tomatoes every once in a while. Like I'll, Now that yeah. sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every now and again, when the mood is right, I'm just going to go out there and salt my tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you if you go on Urban Dictionary, you find something there. Uh, but uh, the reason I ask is just because like, yeah, it, uh, I guess tomato is uh, glutamate or whatever just in there. You put a little bit of salt on there, it turns it into monosodium glutamate, which is MSG, which if you're not allergic to, and most people aren't, uh, it tastes great. So I love me a good, uh, like, um, 
when we go to Togo's at work or whatever, when they have it delivered, I'll have, I started having salt added to just my regular old sandwiches. And then you bite into that tomato portion in your sandwich and it's, it's a dream. Well, and that's how you know the mark of a good sandwich maker is where they add the salt and pepper on your sandwich. Because mm-hmm. um, So I used to work in a mom and pop style deli. So you learn how to make the perfect friggin' sandwich, right? Yeah. Or you don't, and then you're <laughs> awful at your job. But <laughs> if you, that's the mark of a good sandwich maker is if they put the salt and pepper on the tomatoes or on the avocado, like that is perfection. Like, hmm. if they put it on the mayo or something else. Yeah, that doesn't make any uh, sense at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, like, people doing? will do that. And I'm like, oh, why? Why do you hurt my soul like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's funny because I worked in a deli for a while. Like, anytime I watch people make my sandwiches now, um, I just want to, like, get back there instead <laughs> and be like, can I just take over? Like, can I just use all your fixings and <laughs> do it myself? <laughs> oh, my God. This gave me a million-dollar idea for a restaurant is you just – you go in and it's almost like a buff- – mm, okay, you couldn't do a buffet style because then you have people just handling your salami and no, thank you. But you go and you just say, I want that, I want that, I want that. And then you can put all of your other, like the safe stuff that's okay to put on, like salt and pepper or your oil and vinegar or whatever that, that you squeeze out of a bottle that you can put on to taste. But like it's otherwise it is just a pick and build your, own. oh shit, that exists. Well, I'm, I'm wrong. Sure. Never mind. It does. It's yeah. called witch, witch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, cause I, I, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I was about to. You know, it'd be Even really though great. That place doesn't use the kind of meats I like. I will actually go to Witch Witch. That is one of yeah. the fast food places I will actually go to for a sandwich. Actually, yeah, there's one down by the airport here, and uh, it's one of the few highlights of working on a Saturday or Sunday that I can drive over there and traffic is light enough that I can go and get a sandwich and come back and still be there in the half hour for my for my lunch. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unless, and I sent you a photo of this the one time uh, I picked up my sandwich and I got halfway back to work before I realized it said Tim on it. And it was just, yeah. And it was a perfectly fine sandwich. I'm not complaining. They did a great job and I was just too impatient. And I heard, eh? and I thought, well, that sounds like Nick um, <laughs> uh, hearing with my stomach. And it was a perfectly fine sandwich, but it was just like it wasn't what I wanted. And that was that's one of the most depressing things when you are excited to open up a sandwich and you look at it and it's something else. Oh, seriously, I I don't I don't I can't think of anything worse right now. Okay, no, that's a good. All right. So you picked uh, tomatoes, tomatoes. So for my number four, I'm finally going to get back. Instead of reacting to you, I'm going to press forward and pick my own. I'm taking Capicola or as the Sopranos would call it, Gabagool. Yeah, I love. Yeah, Capicola is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love me. That's had Capicola in a really long time, though. A lot of places don't put it on, like they just don't have it, presumably because once you do, all Sicilians are going to just flock there and then you've got a mafia convention. Did you expect this podcast to become racist against Sicilians? Well, surprise, it's 2020. Um, 
But yeah, I love it. It's a good little like spiced ham if you've never had it before and not spiced ham in the sense of spam, but like in the sense of this is edible food. It's just, it's good. It's it's mainly ham, but it has a little bit of a kick to it. Just a flavorful thing. Like, you know, I can't really do spice spice. Like uh, you put a jalapeno yeah. on me. No, thank you. Uh, ooh, yeah. we should use subdraft right now. The one ingredient that will just ruin a sandwich for you. You go first. Oh. Uh, anything spicy. Yeah. I mean, anything spicy. Like, yeah. it, even remotely spicy, it'll ruin a sandwich for me. Yeah. Uh, same yeah. thing here. I was going to say, well, you know what? We'll just agree to agree to agree that uh, jalapenos, they don't belong on, oh, on sandwiches. Yeah. I'm no. sorry. Well, and the other thing, although I love it on sandwiches, yellow mustard. Yeah. If they drench it in yellow mustard, that ruins a sandwich too because it's such a strong flavor. Yeah. So, no. yeah, I always get so upset when they just drench it in yellow mustard. Yeah. That's another thing you learn is the art of how much of a condiment you add to a sandwich too oh, yeah. as a sandwich maker. Especially so. with mustard because a little bit of mustard can go a long way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you're you're up next with the fifth pick. My fifth and final pick. Make it good. <sighs> You're going to insult all well, the other meats and, and stuff. Well, so, I mean, I had a bunch of other things written down. <laughs> like I had, you know, pepper jack cheese and pickles and like all these other things that I really, really enjoy on a sandwich. But if I'm going to round out my team and I'm going to make it a solid just good team that's may not always win but like <laughs> are gonna have a solid game every single time <laughs> you've got to have that iceberg lettuce yeah it adds that bit of crunch it's you know it's also like very fresh feeling mm -hmm, in your mouth mm -hmm. you know like it adds that bit of freshness to the sandwich that is a good one good iceberg lettuce yeah. So it's just, it rounds out the team perfectly. It's the unsung hero of the team, kind of the underdog a little bit, but like, yeah, no. No, Ice you're lettuce for sure. You're right on that one. And I can understand too, because you want it, you like, okay, my instinct says pick a cheese, right? In fact, that's probably what I'll do for my fifth, because, you know, a cheese on a sandwich is great, especially, ooh, you could make it a grilled cheese. But, oh, grilled because. Cheese. Mm. Mm, we're we're gonna definitely come back to that <laughs> but um i love a good grilled cheese but um oh, yeah. the the thing i was gonna uh, say before let me think real fast oh, oh 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 yes so you have like an actual sandwich that you've drafted like we're gonna get bread in a moment here but you have mm -hmm. a meat you have a condiment you have uh tomato and lettuce and so i was thinking about the cheese thing but you're right like the cheese, the role of the cheese is kind of being used by that tomato. God damn it. The role of the cheese is kind of being used by that or filled by that avocado. And so yeah. a, a cheese would be a little bit redundant. No, you have a, a perfectly adequate, like, tasty sandwich that will compete every night. Whereas I have, mm, I have a lot of good individual talent, but it's not unified because it's one sandwich, peanut butter and jelly, and then so I guess once I pick take my fifth pick, I can make it into a complete sandwich. But uh, or I'm you sorry, know, two small I feel sandwiches. Like you have a basketball team, yeah. whereas I have like a hockey team, right, <laughs> or a soccer team. Like yeah. I have, I have the one that they have to all play together. 
And basketball, I feel like you have those few standout stars who can yeah. carry a team. But yeah, I've got I've got the good the good base solid team, right? Like that's gonna play as a team and work well together every single time. Your team is going to give the fans what they want every time they came. My team is going to have those nights where it's like, ooh, this uh, this peanut butter and jelly is just really on fire tonight. Great job. And then other nights where it's just like, well, you know, I mean, it's peanut butter and jelly. So, you know, whatever. Uh, and also I have the stigma <laughs> of the fact that that's a child's sandwich. Uh, and then the salami. Ooh, you know, I already forget what my fourth pick was. Because I know I picked salami. Yeah. Uh, oh, and capicola. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I got a, a sandwich here that's just a bunch of meat. And as much as a <laughs> meaty sandwich, you got to have something in there. So I'm going to put cheese in it because I can't, if I if lettuce was still on the board, I would definitely take that and put that in there. Uh, mainly because you took tomatoes and I can't take tomatoes. But you took both good vegetables. And like, what else am I going to put on there vegetable-wise? Like uh, bell peppers? I like a bell pepper, but not quite sprouts yeah i don't know they always get caught in my teeth and so i'm gonna take a mm -hmm. cheese and i'm gonna fight my instinct to take craft american singles which is i know oh. i know i know i know it's not a cheese it's a cheese product but it's what i was raised Ooh. on no i'm gonna take a, a, a swiss cheese because swiss cheese and salami works pretty well together oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i wanted i was thinking cheddar but cheddar is a little too Cheddar is great, but it's a little too sharp to go with the uh, other ingredients there. So it's going to create like a. You could put hmm? some Jack on there, some Monterey Jack or some uh, Havarti or yeah. um, my cheese. Actually, even as long as it's not too spicy, I actually really like pepper Jack cheese. Okay. Too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm always turned off by the pepper part. Like, I know it's not always spicy but i just don't want to play the odds like the chances of a pepper jack going sideways on me a little too high right yeah no you oh. have to you have to know the pepper jack that's going on your sandwich <laughs> for sure that's uh, just a motto of life you got to know the pepper jack man <laughs> yeah okay so uh. We'll do we'll do our breads and then we'll get on to our thoughts about uh, the uh, grilled cheese sandwiches because I have T H O T <laughs> thoughts. I don't think I yeah. used that properly, but whatever, it's fine. So yeah, I what? Don't think so. Eh, what what bread are you taking for your your solid <sighs> turkey sandwich? Okay, so this this one is difficult because for mm -hmm. me it is all about the bread to hold it together, right? Yeah. And, oh, man, there are, like, three different kinds that I can go with that are, like, for sure my good standbys every single time. You're good yeasty boys. Yeah. But I think I'm going with my favorite, and if mm -hmm. it's done well, like, if it's not too hard... A fresh sourdough roll. Yeah. It's just so good because it's got that crunchy outside, uh, the soft inside, and it's just, it adds a little bit of tang to the sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's just, oh. And plus, growing up near San Francisco, I mean, oh, yeah. We, there's no better sourdough. We have learned anywhere. to enjoy the sourdough. Uh, yes. I'm a I'm a big fan of sourdough too for the reasons that you said with the the crunchiness on the outside and the softness on the inside. But then also, man, when you get that thing nice and warm, 
you put that that comes out of a of oh, one of those yeah. like ovens or something. Man, that is a good bread. Yeah. No, there's a place. Um, there's a bunch, a, a small chain in the uh, Sacramento area called Sourdough and Company, mm-hmm. and oh my god, they have fresh sourdough every single time. Like they heat up their fresh baked sourdough rolls uh, mm. on their sandwiches, and oh my god, do they make a good sandwich? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> that sounds nice as hell. Um, yeah. For my bread, so, okay, I'm taking a bit of a flyer because I've only had this one time and I've grown only to love once? it. Yeah, well, I only recently discovered, oh, I'm sorry, not sourdough. I've had plenty of sourdough. For my bread, I've only had- No, no, no. I mean, even for your bread, you're drafting a oh, bread yeah. that you have only had once. I'm taking a flyer because I remember really liking it, but I don't remember what it tastes like. I loved, at the time, Dutch Crunch. Okay, so that was my second okay. one I wrote down. Yeah, I love I, Dutch Crunch. I yeah. feel I feel good about taking that one, even though I can't. Uh, I can only refer to my scouting report and say that uh, it did very well in the 440 run. It did uh, like that standing <laughs> jump that they do looked really good. I haven't seen it play very much in the minors or the the youth league. But uh, the scouting report came back on Dutch Crunch, and its prospect is very high. I cannot mm-hmm. wait to have it again, but I feel good, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Dutch Crunch as my my sandwich of choice. Maybe not for the uh, the peanut butter and jelly, but I will take it all the same. Yeah, but I mean, even with peanut butter and jelly, they have sliced Dutch Crunch, so I mean that could be really good too. Okay. I also learned yeah. one of my friends will tell me all the time that Dutch Crunch is a Bay, Bay Area thing, that it's hard to find outside. I don't know if that's true or not. Really? But yeah, that's what that's what they were saying. Uh, who was it? Huh. Oh, yeah. That's what I think it was my friend Marianne. She was saying that I could be attributing it completely wrong. Who knows? But I believe that's the case. Uh, so yeah, I'll have to. Interesting. I'll have to look into it. That's something I can Wikipedia later. Okay. Yeah. So, no, that'd be interesting. My two thoughts on, I'll, I'll let you have yours, but I just got to get it out there about uh, grilled cheese sandwiches is that grilled cheese sandwiches are delicious. The simpler they are, the better. Like, no, the optimal, I'm with you on that. the optimal one, you just take two pieces. I would almost even say just like take white bread. You don't need anything super fancy, but like bread is mm-hmm. one of those places where you can get a little bit fancy or whatever. Put um, the way my mom would make it, she would put mayonnaise on the outside and then fry it in that or butter, which whichever we had handy at the time, and then just put the the cheese in there, put it on uh, one slice of bread on top of the other, and then just grill it, and that was all that you needed. You didn't need any of this other stuff. Now recently, I have had one that had uh, slices of pear in it, that was delicious. So that's an acceptable. Well, I don't want to say acceptable again. It's food. Eat whatever you want. Go knock yourself out. You want to put pears in there? Put pears in there. You want to put apples in there? Put apples in there. You want to put a Dutch baby in there, by which I mean an actual living human being baby, not a pancake that comes out of the oven. You want to put a Dutch baby in there? Be my guest. That last one may be a bit extreme, but yeah, you don't need all this other stuff. And so when I, like the last time I was in San Francisco, I was walking back to Bart and I saw a restaurant that said artisanal grilled cheese sandwiches and I got irrationally mad because I knew that they were going to charge you like $13 <laughs> for a, a grilled cheese sandwich. I'm like, what are you doing? Like if you have $13 to spend on sandwich money, you don't get a grilled cheese sandwich. You get anything else. Don't what? gentrify the the grilled cheese sandwich. No, well, okay. You can get a grilled cheese sandwich if you have $13. You're not going to pay $13 for that grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, I've paid... 
probably even more for a grilled cheese Oof, sandwich. You and got ripped there's off. This place in no, 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 no. Hear me out on this one. There's this place in a downtown Sacramento called the Rind, and it's basically all artisanal grilled cheeses paired with wines. Um, and it's a it's a whole lot of cheese in general, mm. but they're known for their really good grilled cheeses. And mine was um. It was something like, uh, you know, it had brie and fig jam and, you know, a little bit of meat in there. And, oh, my God, it was to die for. It was so good. And I know, like, I am all about that basic grilled cheese like you are. <laughs> I think I see you're all about that base. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but... <laughs> There is something to a good artisanal grilled cheese as well. Like honestly, they 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 both hold a place in my heart and will be solidified in my heart for until the day I die. And your arteries. I mean, yes, in my yeah, that place in my heart is my arteries. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, but seriously, I I I love a good basic one and I love an artisanal one. I am I am not opposed to paying you know 15 plus dollars for a really really good grilled cheese so i yeah. guess i i i respect that i'm not going to to shit on you for it my thing i think is because i grew up without much money uh we you know we we did okay uh but my parents did definitely spend time and effort to make sure we didn't realize that we were just okay so i grew to love just a basic american cheese and uh, um, and mayonnaise or butter. And when I see other stuff on there, I'm just like, you're straying away. You're straying away. You're plussing up something that doesn't need to be plussed up. That's my no, one meaningless and I, thing. And I, you know what? I'm totally with you on that too. And there are certain things that, like, I will not eat at Chipotle. And this is going to piss people off. I'll eat there, but I won't actively go there on my own. I'll only eat there if other people want to eat there. Okay, so I'm going to have... I'm going to have a challenge paring this one down. We'll we'll make it. We'll make it. Maybe we're going to run a little bit longer than we we intend to in the future. But hey, this was the first episode. Fucking deal with it. That's just how we roll. Uh, So we should... We're going to sign off for now and let you guys get back about your daily business. We need to come up with a an outro. Uh, I know you have a great one for your stream channel. If you want to use that, we can use that. Or we could just, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I've always been bad at outros also. I don't know. Like, I've always just, like, yeah, yeah, because on stream, I'll just say, you know, I hope you have a good tomorrow or, you know, something like that. So something just really simple and nice and remind people to, you know, put positivity out in the world. There you so, go. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. Oh, my brain just farted. I had an idea, and then it's just like, no, it's gone. It's gone. I had a little Aww. bit of a mini stroke. It happens. Whatever. Uh, and Oh, <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts, the way they end it is just by saying goodbye, and that's it. <laughs> it's, and it throws me off every time <laughs> where they say, the, the main funny. host will say, you know, thanks for coming, Mike. And he'll say, thank you very much. Uh, goodbye. And then that's just cut to black, and there's no music at the end or anything. It just seamlessly moves on to the next one. Uh, it's well, so great. <laughs> it's so great. 
We'll figure yeah. something out uh, in the meantime. Yeah, stay safe out there. Stay friggin' stay inside. God damn it. It's not that hard. Wear a mask. It doesn't have to be anything special. You can just put a sock around your mouth and you're you're safe. Make sure you have a cloth mask. Because uh, all you're trying to do really is, one, not touch your face. And two, make sure you're not spitting on people. Uh, so that's all you got to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going a little stir yeah. crazy. There are two camps right now. You know, there's one camp that is abiding by everything and doing a good job and then there's the other camp that's like i'm a hot butter american yeah. you can't tell me what to do <laughs> like, oh, even some, if it's gonna kill me somebody needs to isolate that and make it a ringtone uh <laughs> with that though we'll work on a uh, an outro later right now you're in the raw raw so we will see you guys <laughs> probably in about two weeks or so uh t- in the meantime like i said take care oh if you want to follow either of us on social media i'm at we have snacks on twitter and now instagram i've been on that for a little while uh ever since the quarantine started i was like you know what i want to follow my friends on their adventures so i'm gonna watch their stories and stuff and go figure nobody's been doing anything uh all of your stories have been them just sitting at home and like i picked the wrong time uh what is uh your information oh i'm also on did i say twitter yeah i did whatever yeah uh you are so I'm on mostly Twitch, and I stream on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash classygetsassy with I's instead of Y's, um, all one word. And then I'm classygetsassy on Twitter, Instagram, basically everywhere. Uh, so, except for Battle.net, because they won't let you yeah. have more than 12 characters, which is great. We Let's will get it together. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna lead a revolution. We're gonna march down to Irvine and overthrow the oppressive well, blizzard. I've, I've been putting in tickets like for years now to ask yeah. for more characters and names, and right. they're like, "Why are you contacting us about yeah. this again?" It's like, hey, because you know what? It's not 1997 anymore. This isn't AOL. You can have more than 12 letters, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good note to go out on for real this time. So we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks, and uh, everyone, take care. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.